special edition of Hobnails, Hoops, and Hide Cheddar, a podcast by everyday fans for everyday fans. We have now finished our interviews with every Sevier County High School basketball coach. In this episode, Emory talks to Coach Corey Hawkerode and Coach Brooke Shelley of the Northview Cougars and Lady Cougars. Um, this is a special episode here with Coach Corey Harkerode from the Northview Cougars men's basketball team. Um, Coach, you're currently sitting at 14 and 12 on the season, tied, not tied, but in second place um, in the district behind Carter. Um, you've also got your 100th win this year. Um, just explain to us a little bit um, about the team this year. Obviously, I'm an assistant coach and know quite a bit, but uh, other people out there might not know. Just uh, just talk a little bit about um, how the season has gone for us so far. Well, you know, coming into the year, you know, we lost a few senior starters from last year. Uh, you lost one real, you know, Preston Hickey, who's one of your 1,000-point scorers. So coming into the year, you kind of don't know who's going to step up. And uh, these guys, you know, Connor Wine obviously has stepped up and had a huge senior year, been a 1,000-point scorer. Uh, Caden Swan, another senior who had some, quite a bit of varsity experience last year as well. Uh, you know, those two basically bring back all our experience. Uh, so you, we don't, you don't know really how it's going to go, but these other guys have really stepped up. You know, Richard Bell, sophomore, has came in and probably been our most consistent player this year. And just as a, as a whole, the whole group, this is, this is one of the hardest working bunch of kids I've coached. Uh, you know, they come to practice every day, ready to work. Their attitudes are good. They've been coachable. And, you know, that makes, as you know, as a coach, that makes it a lot more enjoyable and a lot more fun. Yeah, so you just talked about a couple of key players right there who, who those guys, obviously Connor and Richard, um, Caden Swan, those guys fill up the stat, stat sheets with, you know, points, rebounds, assists. Um, who are some guys on our team that you think um, really help us, uh, as have helped us during the season? Kind of we wouldn't be there. Um, without these guys, they may not fill up the stat sheet. Um, just maybe some unsug heroes, some glue guys. Who who do you think on our team really fills those roles? Yeah, you know, I think early on, one of those guys, especially, was Jacob Haggard, another senior who hardly had any varsity time last year, but he he came in this year. He knows his role. You know, he's a he's a rebounder. He's a good defensive player. He can get you six to eight trash points here and there. Uh, so he came in and gave us some some good early games, you know, and he's been consistent throughout, but. And our six-game winning stretch we had here recently against, you know, beat some ranked teams in the state in different classifications. I thought Corbin Presnell, our junior guard, really stepped up and was a difference maker for us, you know, and winning. He was the difference in us winning those games and losing. You know, we had our post play, which was consistent. We knew what we were going to get. But when Corbin stepped up and was scoring double digits and knocking down five or six threes a game, I think that really put us over the top. Yeah, absolutely. Corbin's really stepped up. Jacob has been – Kind of a guy, if we need a little spark off the bench, has been the guy to do that. Um, One more. I forgot. Uh, we have had a freshman step up this year, but DJ Thompson has been very steady, you know, early on in the season. He, you know, he looked like a freshman at times, but he has been probably, in my opinion, one of the most improved players we've had this year. You know, as a friend, he's grown up quick and he's been our main guy in late situations that we want the ball in his hands to get us in things. So as a freshman, I think he's he's come along and done a really good job. Yeah, he's he's absolutely not playing like a freshman right now. Is to hopefully we don't jinx this for tonight, but uh, doesn't turn the ball over very much. Um, doesn't hasn't really scored a lot, but has the capability I think of scoring a lot. If he, you know, I think he's just so worried about getting everybody else involved that he doesn't really look for a shot as much as 
He probably should. Yes. Uh, in middle school, he was, you know, I, he probably averaged 15 to 18 a game in yeah. middle school. So yeah. he's kind of taken a different role this year. But uh, I think he's starting to look for his shot more. And, you know, if he does that and can knock some down and score, you know, 8 to 10 a game for us, that's going to make us that much better. Absolutely. Um, another question I got for you, Coach. What, what do you think our team has improved on most um, from the beginning of the season? You know, from maybe even, maybe even as far back as spring practice. You know, this whole – I consider beginning of the season, you know, spring practice and summer ball too. So what do you think that we've improved on the most from, from those early practices and early summer games? I, I think defensively is where we've improved the most. Uh, you know, especially early on when you've got guys that haven't played a lot uh, – they're having, you know, varsity plays totally different than a lot of these guys were just JV last year. It's a different speed, different physicality. But I think defensively is where we've really stepped up our game. And I think the reason we've had, you know, up to 14 wins so far and could have had more was because of the defensive effort and intensity that we've shown in some games. And I, the big games that we've won, like again, when we beat Carter here, beat Granger on a very unselfish group. They don't care who gets the points, who's scoring, who, you know, they just want to win. And I think that's made a big difference with this bunch and just being very unselfish. Yeah, as, as a, you know, as a coach myself on this team, you know, it's probably one of the best teams, Coach. I've been around that. Um, like you said, it's unselfish. There's a bunch of guys that are sitting on the bench that um, don't play a lot but are absolutely involved in the game. They, yes. they push us in practice one, and number two, they, they are 100% cheering their – This is probably one of the – Record-wise, best JV groups we've had in a in a few years as well. So yeah, I think what's our JV record? Ten and four. Ten and four. Ten right and four now. right now. I got a chance to pick up another couple wins uh, here late in the season for that JV team. Um, what what do you think? And I know the answer to this. So what what do you think? What signature game this year where you felt like either things are starting to click or a game that happened that we realized we needed to change some things? and kind of turned our season around. What do, you, what do you think? Well, I think we all know, especially if we were sitting on that bench over there, the, the game that kind of turned our season around was not a win. It was a loss against – it was at Gibbs, a mm-hmm. uh, district win, which uh, really we just – we went out there. We weren't ready to play. We just had no energy, had no emotion, and still had a chance to win the game. But I think that opened our eyes up a little bit and made us realize we cannot just step on the floor and – be there and win you know we've got to come ready to play no matter who it's against but I really thought that game turned our season around and got us going uh you know we had some big wins we, after yeah that. we won six in a row after yes. that I believe six in a row um you know I think a lot of it too was just not even obviously we didn't play well on the court but we we kind of figured some things off the court you know I, one thing I look at is you, you told those guys to wear travel gear to the game half of them did half of them didn't and then you know, we we changed some things with that, and you know, I feel like from that point on, we played. Before that, we were kind of playing as individuals, yes. and and we've really played well down the stretch as a team. You mentioned defense. I think we've held several teams uh, under forty and even under thirty-five points this year. Yes, um, some teams that could that have scored seven in the seventies and eighties um, have really. We've really stepped up defensively. Um, and you know so. it's it kind of work. You go to the Gibbs game after you lose. We, you know, started out zero and two in the district, and you're hoping to be a contender in the district. And there you're sitting zero and two, not knowing how the rest of this season's going to go. And you know, after that Gibbs loss, we rolled off four district wins in a row and finished four and two. So yeah. you know, it, they responded, which is what you want. 
Coach, you've also, um, before we get on talking about the tournament, uh, this year was also you picked up your 100th win for the program history. Just just talk a little bit about what that means to you, uh, maybe not even the win so much, just just being around being around the guys, and for maybe what it means to you is because you started the program. You were the, you're the only head coach in program history. So, you know, kind of what does that 100th win mean to you in this program? It means a lot. Uh, you know, I grew up. I was a Northview kid growing up. Uh, I went to Northview kindergarten through eighth grade. Obviously, we didn't have a high school then, so I ended up going to Seymour, graduating from there. But just being a, growing up in this community and being able to start a program at the school you grew up in and the community that kind of molded and shaped you, you know, it's I, I would have never dreamed of it. Uh, so when the opportunity came to be able to coach here, I couldn't, you know, obviously turn that down. And it's just been, you know, the hundred wins it's it's been tough it's not been easy but just being able to the relationships that you've been able to build with these players and you know i'm still in contact with a lot of these guys you know we'll go out to eat occasionally with guys that have gone on and graduated and uh but i mean those guys come i've seen them in the stands yeah. i've seen them you play pickup with you uh, and I, I think that's the biggest how many guys thing. didn't come back there was only like there was only, i think there was only there was three guys that weren't able to come back, and I know two of them. One had a college basketball game. Hunter Walker plays for Welch College, and uh, Kyle Teague is on the track team at MTSU, and he had a track meet. Yeah. So, but other I than mean, that, three out of your all the seniors right, that have graduated, we're all here. We're all here. That's pretty. I mean, that just goes to show you, um, or, or tells me that you know those that goes way because a lot of those guys were on maybe on a couple teams that weren't mm-hmm. so good. That just goes to sh- should show this community how much. Uh, you mean to those guys and how much those guys mean to this uh, this school. So I think well, I said, I mean, you all saw how, you know, I got a little emotional in the locker room when all those guys came in there, but yeah. that's what it's all about to me. You know, the wins are nice, but, you know, having that and those relationships that you build, I think that's the, I think that's the biggest reason I do this. Yeah, absolutely. That's the reason I got into coaching is my, my high school coach made me, um, you know, the relationship I have with my high school coach really had a positive impact on my life. And I wanted to have that same positive impact on young men as well so um uh, another thing i want to ask you is we're, we're currently second in the district obviously we love that gibbs game kind of costs us um being uh, co-champions with carter but i don't think we're where we are if we don't lose to gibbs um what do you what do you think the keys for our team are uh going forward and, and to possibly make a deep um run in the playoffs this year well again i go back to i think the biggest key for us is defensively because when we, in all the games, like I said, especially like Carter, all these big games, you know, when we set the tone defensively, I think our offense is much better because we're kind of fired up and we play better. But I, I think it starts on the defensive end of the ball. Uh, and I think going forward, like tournament time, I think our bench is going to be key. I think we're going to have to have, you know, two or three guys come in off the bench and give us some good minutes to give mm-hmm. guys breaks when we're not dead come fourth quarter. But – and we, we've had some guys step up, but I think that's going to be key, especially through tournament, if, you know, having your bench guys step up and contribute. We've, we've had the chance to play a couple of region opponents. Um, we've lost to both of them so far, but I don't think we've played our best games. Um, we have, obviously, two more chances against region opponents. How do, you, how do you think we match up against that other district? You know, the other, that other district from top to bottom, they're very solid, uh, you know. But just like Hall's other night, we get down – 19 and then go on a 18-0 run or whatever it was uh I, th- I feel like i feel like any team that we play district or region come tournament time 
I feel like we are a mismatch problem for people with our bigs, especially with Connor and Richard and Caden be able to go post or guard. Uh, but on the flip side, I feel like other people are mismatch problems for us when like Halls has, I mean, they're pretty much all guards. So, you know, it's just, it's going to come down to execution and who plays better defense. But I feel like when we play our best, we have good, as good of a chance as anybody. One last question. Um, if you had to fire an assistant coach, why would it be Blake Cannon and, and when would you do it? Well, I'm probably going to fire him tonight because as soon as we lose the tip, he's going to tell me I need to take a timeout. <laughs> so I told him next time he tells me to take a timeout, we're, of course, everybody that doesn't know, anytime we, if the other team scores first and goes up 2 nothing, Coach Cannon's on the bench saying, probably need to burn one, probably need to burn <laughs> one. So I think if he does that tonight, I may just send him to the locker room and send him to the house, but... That, that would be, definitely be the first one we fired tonight. <laughs> All right, Coach. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me on our, uh, in our little uh, special episodes here. Um, good luck to us. I usually yes. tell the other coaches good luck yes. to you when I interview them, but good luck to us, and hopefully we make a deep run. Yes, sir. Hope, hopefully that will happen. Thank you, guys. Welcome to a special episode of Hobnails, Hoops, and High Cheddar. I'm here with – uh, Coach Brooke Shelley of the Northview Lady Cougars. Um, they're currently at 17-11 and second in the district. Um, they've they've made a late run here, won several games lately. Um, we're going to ask her a few questions about her team, and um, let's get started, Coach. Um, who who on your team – I know you lost a lot from last year. You lost your whole starting five pretty much. Well, not pretty much. You did lose your whole starting five. Um, and But you've replaced them with some pretty good kids and some young kids. Um, you've, you had – uh, obviously, I've watched every single one of your games. You've had had some struggles early, but some of those kids have come on late and played really well. Who who would you think are your your key players for your team this year? Um, you know, my sophomore class has been really huge for us. Again, losing five starters from last year. Uh, you know, we come in very young, very inexperienced, um, even on the court. I know, like right now, we're starting three sophomores, a freshman, and a senior. Um, Laney being our only senior starter, but you know, really on the court, if you look at it. Coming back minutes-wise, probably more like a sophomore. Um, but Laney's done a really good job leading the team. Um, and then, But the sophomore class, uh, very talented group. Um, again, just stepping into different roles. You know, they they played important roles for us last year in our, you know, in our Final Four run, but very different roles. They were role players where this year they've had to step into, you know, leadership positions, being the go-to player, um, you know, Definitely Reagan Brown and Josie Warner kind of, again, just completely different roles. Um, so, I, you know, early we definitely struggled with that. Because um, early, they were, or last year, they were kind of like sparks off the bench. And now they're, they're thrust into roles where they have to uh, do a little bit more. Absolutely. And so I think they're starting to kind of figure that out. And hopefully it's not too little too late. Um, but I think that here, these last few games, that they've, they've really started to embrace that role and – Hopefully they can, you know, that can carry us through tournament time. Absolutely, um, yeah. Those those three are, like I said, I've watched her team, your team, every single game. Um, one question, other question. You've lost. Um, this is this is kind of uh, probably upsetting, but kind of encouraging with a y- young team. Nine of your you've lost eleven games, but nine of your losses are by eight or less. So, um, how, how do you feel? Do you feel a lot of those losses were because of your youth or it was it something else? What do you, th- what do you think those losses are? I definitely think it was you know just the inexperience. Um, but, you know, I know we talked about it 
a little over halfway through the season, kind of late January with the girls, like, okay, we can't keep using, we can't say we're inexperienced. At this point, we are we are experienced. Mm-hmm. You guys have been on the floor, and we've got to figure out how to win. And, um, and I think that we've responded to that. You know, we've had a couple games here lately that in tight situations in the fourth quarter, um, you know, we've had people step up, and it's been different people, you know. In the GP game, Laney stepped up huge for us, scores 11 points in the fourth quarter. Um, Anderson County, Josie and Jordan um, White, a freshman, they both step up for us huge. Um, Reagan has stepped up for us, like North Green, a couple games. Um, so, you know, it's been more – last year was kind of Campbell. It's like, all right, everybody looks to Campbell or Lexi to do it. Um, and that's one thing we've talked about is, hey, we got to do this by committee. It might not necessarily be one person going out there getting 20 points, but we've got four or five kids that if we could get in the – you know, eight to fourteen range. I think that we can be successful. So I'm, I'm hoping that we have found a little bit of that fire to, to finish games. Um, again, you know, the Anderson County on senior night, we get down double digits. Halls on Monday, we got down double digits, and we continued to fight. We didn't, as we call it, fold up the tent and you know just call it a day. Um, so I was really proud of that. So hopefully we've grown up. Hopefully that will help us in postseason. Um, we've got to be better down the stretch, like knocking down free throws and, and taking care of the ball. But, um, again, hopefully some of these games as of, as of recent will, will help us with that in the postseason. Uh, yeah, I think you guys have, um, played really well down the stretch. You lost, I think most of those, uh, close losses were early in the season. So I think, I think you guys are starting to figure it out. Just, just kind of keeping on the same topic of your key players and, um, who who are some unsung heroes of the team? Maybe girls that don't fill up the stat sheets, um, don't score a ton of points, um, but you've got to have um, in the game at at crunch time, or, or maybe even not even crunch time, just somebody that goes in and gives you a spark off the bench. Who are, who are some of those players? Um, obviously, coming in, you know, every team is going to know about Reagan. Every team's going to know about Josie. They're going to have a plan for them. Um, and that's where Laney has just really stepped up big for us. And she was actually named to the all-district, first-team all-district. And I think she's averaging four points a game, but it's the other things that she does. She averages seven rebounders. She's our leading rebounder. She's averaging five-and-a-half assists. Oh, like five-foot-two. Like right, five, five, literally yeah. the smallest yeah. and maybe the slowest kid on the court at any given time, and she's leading us in rebounding. Um, just her heart, um, her effort, her – her will to to win um, again in the GP game. You know, she literally was a senior that said, "We're not losing to GP at home," and um, and she did her job extremely well. Um, and she's really done that all season for us. Um, Jordan White, our freshman, she's really come in and and given us a nice spark uh, defensively. She you know gives us an element that that some of our upperclassmen can't can't give, and um, she's just super feisty, aggressive. Um, really good at creating her own shot, getting to the basket, um, creating shots for others, and she's given a nice spark for us. Um, Cameron Brown has come in um, second half of the season and, again, given us a lot of energy, added some speed, some athleticism to to the team and, and some things that we're able to do, especially on the defensive end. Uh, you know, Sarah Tcharkowski has come in as – um, and giving us some really good minutes in some games, knocked down, you know, really nice shot. One of our better shooters, um, knocked down she some, big, some shots, big shots, this year, yeah. knocked down some really big shots for us. Um, and then at Halls on Monday, um, Savannah Brown, or Savannah um, Bates, she came in and, and did what we've been looking for her to do all year. You know, at any given time, she's the most athletic and fastest kid on the court, and we're just trying to get her to use those abilities 
um, a little bit better. But she did a really good job on, on Monday at Halls of giving us that spark that we needed. Um, but we've got to have we've got to have something coming off the bench and come tournament time. Um, so hopefully everybody's ready to step up and, and do their job. Yeah, I think I think you hit everybody right there. Uh, perfect. I think, um, yeah. Every everybody that's uh, at some point, I think everybody on your team has contributed in a in a big way and and bit in some big games. Um, has there been a, a signature game or even a stretch of games where you either lost a game and thought you know we've got to change something, or maybe maybe lost a game and and thought we've got we've got to get this together. We're going to go on a on a tough stretch here. Or a signature game where you know we we're really starting to click. Like for us, the boys' side, like we lost to Gibbs, um, who has actually been playing pretty well lately. But we lost to Gibbs and thought, man, we've got to if we don't fix something, you know, um, and we don't change the way we're practicing and then change the way we're doing some things, then we're gonna we're gonna be in a t- for a tough stretch. And our boys have done that. Is there is there any stretch or a game that's that's happened for you? I think the Anderson County game. We went up there on a Saturday and came out basically lifeless just like we didn't want to be there we were just there like it was a job and that's one thing we talked about hey we get to be here you know let's use this opportunity um and so we talked a lot about that and I think our girls responded well to that um we came back that next that next week and, and beat a really good North Green team at home I think it may have um, been that speech I gave him before the, uh, coach, the next game the other coach Kane as yeah. we like to call him he yeah. did give um, a motivating speech to the girls mm-hmm. well, I've um, been so, on like a tear since then so I think that may, think that <laughs> so may have been done it we might have to put him <laughs> on our staff as well but um but yeah I think the girls responded well to that I think I think one of our best weeks that we played was we we had Gibbs at home, GP at home, and then Seymour on the road, and and we actually lost the Seymour game, but we went out there and I thought that, that was we competed. I thought for 32 minutes, you know, like we keep talking about. It. Listen, we are not good enough to come out and play for you know 16 minutes, eight minutes, whatever, and expect to win. And I thought in that Seymour game that we came out for 32 minutes, and again just that consistency. You know, we did it once, we we do it twice, but. We got to do that every day, and and that's one thing we talk about in practice is, you know, we got to win the drill, we got to win the win the practice, win the day, um, and then move on to the next. And so, just being consistent with that. Um, again, hopefully, hopefully we can take Coach Kane's speech and and keep running with it um, come postseason. Yeah, speaking speaking of postseason, you guys are second currently in the district. I think uh, obviously district plays over with. Um, what do you think are the keys for your team to make? Uh, a deep playoff run. We, you know, we've seen some teams in the region. We've played some teams in the region. You know, Seymour's pretty good. And you know, you know, what what do you guys have to do to make a deep playoff run and possibly reach your second? It'll be back to back state tournaments. You know, one this is we we talked about this a lot the past couple of days in practice. Is you know, I told the girl, I said, whatever. I said, think of um, you know, an individual goal and uh, an agenda that you may have for you personally. And I said, think about it. I just kind of stood there for a minute and I said, okay, now forget about it. I was like, any individual goal, any individual agenda that you may have, I said, forget about it right now, leave it. And I said, we have one goal, and that's to cut, that's to climb a ladder and cut down the nets. And I think in order for us to make a run, we all have to be on the same page. We all have to come out there with one goal. And I told him, I said, if we come out there with one goal and everybody does their job, we're big on, hey, do your job and, and you know, count on your teammates, your coaches um, to do theirs. So I think if everybody comes out and does their job, um, and we have that one goal in mind, we give ourselves a chance to climb the ladder and cut down the nets again. And if we do that, then more than likely a lot of those individual goals that they had at one point are reached because 
we do it and we do it together. Um, so I think just coming together as one unit again, not one or two people trying to to win the game for us, um, but just being being really good collectively um, is going to be the key for us. And you know, I, I think that our team we have the ability to make a run, um, but we also have shown that we you know we can get beat in the first round if we don't show up ready to play for 32 minutes every single night. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully a little bit of that youth. Um, like I said, you've been on a stretch where you've won some. You found a way to win games sometimes that you weren't in, um, you know, kind of late. You know, obviously you've been down a couple of games, double digits, and then you guys have found a way to win, and that's that's pretty awesome come tournament time because it doesn't matter how good the other team is as long as you as long as you find a way to win in advance. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, one one last question. Um, this kind of just talks about Sevier County basketball in general. Um, what do you think makes girls basketball in Sevier County so good? You know, every every team in Sevier County. Um, every program has a, has reached at least one state tournament now, um, which is pretty. I would say that there aren't many counties in the state that can say that. Um, so what what do you th- what do you think girls basketball um, has been so successful in Sevier County? You know, I think East Tennessee basketball. I think it gets overlooked a lot, and I know you and I have talked about this. Um, I think just the fundamentals of it. I think. Um, and I think the community has a huge part in that. There's so much support from the communities in every school you go to. I mean, it seems like any county game you go to, I mean, it's packed. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the community is there. I just feel like the traditions that have been set from, you know, like the foundations that have been laid from, from day one from each one of these schools has um, just helped our county excel and, and um, kind of lead the way as far as that goes. Um, but I, I just think that I think people here love basketball. I think they love girls basketball. Um, yeah, you go to a lot of places. There, the stands aren't uh, packed for girls basketball. It's usually the boys' game. But here, I mean, the people are here. I mean, early to watch the girls play, which absolutely. is absolutely. Awesome, and then so. I think that that I think I, I know that that has an effect. I mean, obviously, I played at Sevier County, mm-hmm. and I know it had an effect on me and and the way that I approach practice and and now as a coach because again you want to you want to go out there and you want to represent your school at all times and and you want to give it everything you have because I mean these cougar crazies are out here giving it everything they have for you so um, I think that's a big part of it and again I just think East Tennessee has really good you know just fundamental girls basketball and um, we don't have just just you know phenomenal athletes that are relying on athleticism they know if they want to be good they have to be fundamentally sound and and I think the coaches in this area know that too and so um, I think a lot of time is spent on fundamentals you can tell when you know if we play a team from let's say Alabama or or Georgia or something and maybe they don't have those um, that same fundamentals they do rely kind of on their athleticism yeah. where we at times are more athletic than us but absolutely most of the time we're more skilled and absolutely shoot it better and all those things absolutely uh, well, Coach, thanks for uh, joining us here. I know you were a little nervous about interviewing, and you're the last one, so but we got it done. Uh, appreciate you being on. Um, hopefully we get to do more things like this in the future with our podcast. Um, it's, we've had a pretty good uh, reception of, of our Sevier County basketball teams. Good luck in the tournament, and, uh, again, thanks for being on. All right. Thank you, guys. Don't miss the Cougars and Lady Cougars in action this week and next as they compete to make a run in their upcoming tournaments.